revolution. Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston Country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. The court of public opinion. That's what we're looking at right now. When people label Kyle Rittenhouse as a domestic terrorist, even before he took the stand, when he did take the stand, I think a different image came forward, don't you? You look at the this guy who looks like a mature young man, Maybe didn't make the smartest decisions when he was 17 and not any ill intent. It, it really looked like the guy's just trying to help. He's trying to help. And what happens? Something terrible happens. He's ambushed. And in self-defense, people die. People are dead. But it, he's being labeled as a domestic terrorist. Is that fair? Is that okay to have it spread along public figures, the media, politicians, labeling this guy in the the court of public opinion as a domestic terrorist? And what kind of doors does this open down the road? We know that American citizens are being investigated. Are you being investigated? Did you say something on Twitter? And now you think, maybe. That opened the door to being investigated by the CIA or the FBI or the NSA or whoever is the one agency that's, you know, allowed legally to spy on you without any foreign nexus, without any foreign nexus. The CIA is looking into Americans because of domestic terrorism You know, if a government is truly of the people, it should not be afraid of the people. Why is the government so afraid of domestic terrorism? Why are they using the Patriot Act that was designed to go after real terrorists, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, bin Laden, and using it to go after Americans that they claim are domestic terrorists? Is Kyle Rittenhouse in what what kind of crazy world is Kyle Rittenhouse a domestic terrorist when he's going uh, uh, trying to help people with medical? He's yelling medical medical. He's helping people in video documented video of him helping de-escalating de-escalating situations with rioters, calming them down, protecting property, never pointing his gun at anybody. And all of these people are portrayed as bad. They're bad because they had guns. Oh, if you have a gun, you're bad. Meanwhile, you have uh, rioters and looters setting things on fire, pushing uh, dumpsters that are on fire towards police cars with police inside, being a threat not just to property, but to other human beings. And Kyle Rittenhouse was a uh, uh, trained uh, uh, EMT in training, in, uh, uh, firefighter in training. One of these guys, he wants to help his community. And he's seeing this downtown, it's being burned, rioting. And he drives down, down the street every day. 
So what would you do if you see your community being attacked like this? Would you want to help your community? And why was he ambushed? If, you, if you're looking at this trial, this prosecutor bringing the far-left agenda into this trial and the judge having no none of it, just none of it. You hear the judge just had some really harsh words for the prosecutor. Listen to the judge just yelling at Prosecutor Bringer. That's the judge yelling at the prosecutor Binger, who, by the way, this prosecutor looks straight out of the Matrix. Creepy, like a clone, like a deep state clone. And you have to ask yourself, why does this guy look like a clone? Why does he look like a robot? Why does he talk like a robot and act like a robot, like he's some CIA stooge? Am I being out of line to to say something doesn't look right about this guy. Like if you're, if you look like you're from the matrix, could he be from the matrix? And, and the way that this guy is bringing the far left agenda into this trial, why is Kyle Rittenhouse being labeled as a domestic terrorist when it's clearly an act of self-defense time after time, you have this problem where it's just like the, the, People judge the court of public opinion because the media and the media is far left because the media is far left. It, the, the public opinion is always far left because people, they trust what they see and it's changing now. Now people are not trusting anymore what they see. They're waking up, they're taking their red pill and they're saying it's all a bunch of lies. They're being manipulated and it's a lot darker and deeper than anybody's acknowledging or, or really wants to acknowledge, but it's deeper and it's darker. And what I'm talking about are the super rich elite globalists that are using children like Epstein to stay young. They use their blood to stay young and they have a certain kind of agenda. And it's not just, you know, take the blood of children, although that's a big part of it. But another part of it is the one world government. They want a one-world government. Who are they? They have their own army. They have their own military. What do you think UFOs are? You, you know that they have their rocket companies, their SpaceX, they're building their rockets. And if you are a, a billionaire, you got $100 billion, and you, you have a friend who has another $100 billion, uh, and you're in an elite club, why wouldn't you create a, a, a UFO? Why wouldn't you create a UFO? What I'm trying to say is that these reports of UFOs, everybody thinks it's another country or it's an alien. These, these are a super rich uh, group of people 
that are building their own military. They're building their own air force. They're building their own media. They're, they're had, they have their own spies. How does this relate to Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse? Because even the prosecutors, even prosecutors working at the state department, working for the, uh, Justice Department, rather. The prosecutors have been infiltrated by the deep state to push a certain agenda. And the agenda is watch out for the American citizen, for the American citizen is dangerous. If you have a flag, if you show any sort of patriotism, you are dangerous. If you have a gun or act on your Second Amendment or First Amendment freedoms, you are a terrorist. You're a domestic terrorist. And the good Americans are the ones that don't think of themselves as Americans. The good Americans are the ones that demonize America, that burn a flag, that set property on fire, that make threats and try to get into fights and get into bad situation so that they can be perceived as victims when they're the ones instigating it. You know, the, I'm talking about the Antifa. So now do you start to see what's happening? Antifa, these movements are brainwashed. The far left is brainwashed by and large. Even many of the politicians, they're victims themselves of an ideology that's so evil and so twisted because it goes straight to the, the top, to the ruling class of the world, to the people with um, you know, $100 billion, and there's only a few of them. I could list them out. On one episode, I listed them out. There's not very many. They can fit in a room. And these people, they're, they're working together to control all of us. They have more power than the government. And if the government is truly of the people, I'm coming back to this, then the government, why would the government have anything to fear of the people? If the government truly is the people because it's not, it's not right now. We don't have a truly uh, uh, representative uh, democracy. I mean, I guess we never did. But even as a republic, the thing that kept us together isn't it the Constitution. And when you have politicians turning their back on that, and when you have people that were elected to represent you, and, and they lie, they lie about it. Uh, why? Because they know they have to say one thing. And then once they're in there, then they have to take orders from the one world globalist elites that got them there. That's why. Joe Biden is finally admitting inflation is worrisome. Finally. After months and months and months. Didn't he say, oh, it's temporary. Don't worry, it's temporary. Oh, by the way, unemployment's way down. So don't worry. Everybody has plenty of money to afford the inflation. It's like that's what he was saying. It's okay. It's temporary. By the way, there's lots of jobs. Now he's coming out and admitting it doesn't look temporary. And this is a pattern with Joe Biden. Remember, Kabul, it won't fall. Don't worry. Kabul won't fall. 
uh, take months, if any, maybe years, it, but probably. Well, don't worry, won't fall. And then Kabul falls the next day, like the next day. It's a pattern with Joe Biden. What else? You know, inflation. Don't worry. Don't worry about inflation. It's temporary. Oh, yeah. Vaccine mandates. Oh, we're not going to do those. Oh, of course not. We're not going to do those vaccine mandates. And then you have vaccine mandate after vaccine mandate. Temporary. Inflation's temporary. And then temporary becomes permanent. What's next? You heard his general come out, I believe General Milley saying, uh, he said that uh, no, no way that China is going to invade Taiwan anytime soon. Just like Kabul won't fall, just like inflation is temporary, just like the vaccine mandates aren't going to happen. You can't believe anything he says. You'd always have to be suspicious of politicians. This is a whole nother thing. You know, say what you will about Trump. He came in there and he did what he said he was going to do. And he stuck to it. Did, didn't he? Isn't that right? That's representation. This guy. And that's why you have the what happened in Virginia. Because people see right through it. The American people are too smart for this. The American people want a president that's at their level of intelligence, not below. It's like we have a, a dummy. So do you hear this? Jeffrey Tubin calls Rittenhouse an idiot. Jeffrey Tubin, remember? Oops, I hit the wrong button, masturbator in the workplace, Jeffrey Tubin. He's back on CNN. Great judgment there, CNN. Great judgment. The uh, masturbator, workplace masturbator. Oops, I hit the wrong button. Jeffrey Tubin calling Rittenhouse an idiot. Listen to this. Two thoughts. One, what kind of idiot 17-year-old gets a giant gun and goes to a riot. He has no license. He has no training. He thinks he's going to scrub graffiti off with his AR-15. I mean, the stupidity of this. It's like, what could possibly go wrong? Well, a lot went wrong. The good news for Kyle Rittenhouse is that he's not on trial for being an idiot. He's on trial for homicide. And in that respect, I mostly agree with Joe. Yeah, even Jeffrey Tubin is admitting... That this is a, a self-defense. This isn't homicide. You're calling this guy a domestic terrorist, and he's going to be off on self-defense. This is going to be not guilty. And he's going to have a lawsuit. People are going to start backtracking, is my guess right now, don't you think? You're going to have media figure after media figure saying, oh, well, you know, he's kind of stupid, but uh, he didn't. It, it is self-defense, like Tubin saying. And who is Tubin to call anyone an idiot? I mean, really, of all the idiots in the world, who gets, you know, masturbates on camera when they're on a workplace Zoom meeting? I mean, that's pretty bad, you know? Like, really, you couldn't just wait till after the Zoom meeting. Everybody masturbates. I mean, 99%. You know, there's nothing wrong about that. I'm not saying, you know, the guy masturbated, you know, he's horrible. No, I'm, I'm saying that just wait. Wait till you're off your workplace Zoom meeting. 
if it truly was an accident or was there like uh you know somebody on the zoom meeting maybe he had a crush on maybe he just i don't know he looks pervy but again who in their right mind would after coming back on cnn after the incident that he had and he comes so strongly saying oh kyle rittenhouse is an idiot okay well kyle rittenhouse was 17 years old and there's nothing you know idiotic necessarily uh with um wanting to you know to have a gun for protection i mean it's not me i wouldn't do that i don't like crowds but I'm not the kind of person that, that really would go in and, and I don't know anything about EMT or firefighting. And I've never been in a situation where I had my hometown like ransacked by rioters. It's really hard, isn't it? To put yourself in that position. And yet so many in the media are so quick to just call him a domestic terrorist. They don't understand the culture. These people, these reporters... These pundits, most of them in CNN, based in Los Angeles, based in Beverly Hills and Hollywood, they have no idea what the culture is over there, what it's like. They have no idea the difference in you know between an AR-15 and, a, and another kind of gun and gun culture. They have no idea. To them, guns are bad. Guns, bad. If you're carrying a gun, you're bad. That's, that's the length of their knowledge of the second amendment guns are bad and the second amendment is outdated and has nothing to do with modern times and isn't that such a, a crazy loony way of looking at history we know that things were written in ancient greece and the romans and they wrote beautifully about democracy and they wrote about tyranny. So to think that uh, uh, the U.S. Constitution that was written is no longer relevant because it's too old? You got the Bible. Is that no longer relevant? Because it was written thousands of years ago. And you have people on the far left say, yeah, it's not relevant. The Bible's not relevant. In fact, Nothing's relevant except for critical race theory. So the NSA and the CIA are investigating law-abiding citizens. This is being reported now. You got more and more cases. The government feels now emboldened to go after American citizens, investigating them for domestic terrorism. Because if you support Kyle Rittenhouse, if you say something supportive of Kyle Rittenhouse, you are a domestic terrorist. Because the media has labeled Kyle Rittenhouse a domestic terrorist in the court of public opinion. That's how this works now. The UK, uh, by the way, uh, England, considering legislation that would imprison internet trolls. And a troll, I guess, is somebody that messages or posts content that causes psychological harm. So if you post something and it causes psychological harm, you can get up to two years in prison in the UK because they have no First Amendment. 
And that's the slippery slope. It starts with, uh, you know, be nice. And it ends with go to jail because you weren't nice. Think it can't happen here? Well, the only thing separating us from them is the Constitution. And it is under assault right now by the globalist elites. They are trying to tear it down. The global elites reportedly are fearing a rebellion that's brewing. This is coming from the CEO of a large doomsday bunker building company. They build these bunkers that are underground meant to withstand you know, nuclear attacks and all this kind of thing. And apparently business is booming because the elites are fearing rebellion. This is all around the world, right? These global elites, they all talk to each other and they consider themselves to be part of a very unique club. And it has nothing to do with countries or nations or the United Nations or anything like that. It just has to do with their own little club of rich people. It's uh, frightening. And I know I sound crazy. You're, you're saying you're crazy, Dan Kingston. But look into it. Instead of telling, you know, saying that I'm so crazy, do your own research into it. Stop listening to other people and taking their word for it. I want you to do your own digging, and I want you to report back to me and see if you can find anything that I'm talking about, either for or against it, and call me out. You have the Pfizer CEO saying people who spread misinformation about COVID vaccine are criminals. You, you think that you can't be arrested and imprisoned in this country for saying something that causes psychological harm, the Pfizer CEO is saying people who spread misinformation on COVID vaccines are criminals. And you know what? A lot of people are going to agree with him. And they're going to think that's more important than the First Amendment. And there it goes. And then it's gone. It's just that easy. You have to defend your right to speak and you have to defend the person's right to speak, even that you don't agree with, or else we're going to lose this thing. Now, I'm going to end on, this is too offensive to be true. And the far left, of course, is the most racist of all. They portray themselves as defenders of minorities, and yet, they only defend people that believe the things that they believe. So if you have a different idea, now you're out of the club because there's no diversity of ideology. There's no diversity of thought in the far left. There's no room for that. And so all this talk about being for minorities, it's phony. You have the $1 trillion, $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill includes, quote, Minority, Minority Business Development Act. The Minority Business Development Act is tucked away in the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. And in this, they say that you're going to have socially and economically disadvantaged individuals are going to receive support. Socially or economically disadvantaged individuals are going to receive support. Now, that doesn't sound horrible. 
because that sounds like anybody who needs support, they're going to get it. Maybe you disagree with this being the okay place to spend, but you figure, okay, this, this looks fair, except the undersecretary shall presume that the term socially or economically disadvantaged includes any individual who is black or African-American, Hispanic or Latino, American Indian or Alaska Native, Asian, Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander. Now, do you, did he catch that? How racist that is? The undersecretary shall presume that the term socially or economically disadvantaged includes any individual who is. So they're saying that black, all these minorities, Hispanic, American Indian, that you're presuming that these are disadvantaged individuals based on their race or ethnicity or whatever you're going to call it. That's racist. Whatever happened to content of character and looking at people for, for who they are. I mean, couldn't you have a wealthy black person and a poor white person? And, and why would the wealthy person be presumed to be socially and economically disadvantaged because they're black? How, how do you presume that? Well, you presume it because of critical race theory. Critical race theory is evil it's in itself racist and it's un-American and it's going to destroy this country. Kingston country. You've been listening to the Dan Kingston podcast. 